What's up, everyone? Welcome to the return of the Week in Review. The first one since April 25th. Wow, it's been a while. Four months. Over four months since the last Week in Review. But this is a different kind of Week in Review. I'm covering the hottest news topics in the world of professional wrestling, giving you my take on each of them. Instead of going through each show week by week, I decided to do this instead. Hope you enjoy it. We're going to start out with this. So, USA is trying to figure out the future of NXT. Is it going to be on Wednesdays or on a different night? And on Twitter, WrestleVote said last week, over the past month or so, discussions have transpired regarding NXT moving off Wednesday nights. No decision imminent. However, talks are ongoing. The numbers over the next two weeks might have some impact on this decision. This was said back on September 2nd, five days ago, and the ratings for AEW and NXT were pretty dang good last week. And AEW ran on Wednesday like they normally do. NXT ran on Tuesday, and both shows did really good ratings. AEW on Wednesday, it got 928,000 viewers. 928,000 viewers. They haven't hit that in months. They haven't hit that in a long, long time. NXT, they drew strong numbers too. 849,000 viewers. That's up 3% from the week before when they were unopposed. That's crazy. So... Brian Alvarez said this on his Twitter. It would be better if both these shows, it'd be the best for both shows to be on separate nights. And in all honesty, I agree with him. Even though he is very, very vocal on Twitter about being pro-AEW, it seems like. But I agree with him on this one. Both of the shows should be on separate nights. It's better for the wrestling world for them to be on separate nights and it gathers more viewerships viewers for each show and and it gives people an opportunity to watch to enjoy both of them on separate nights cuz it's i find it personally difficult to watch both shows at the same time and i'd rather just enjoy one show at one time instead of two shows and it kind of that watching two shows at the same time kind of takes away the fun it takes the fun out of it. And we'll see how this turns out because they got a big Super Tuesday coming here next, uh, this this week. This week, I'm recording this at 7 o'clock on a Monday. So by the time somebody hears this, Raw will be over. But NXT coming up on Tuesday will be interesting because they're running on Tuesday yet again this week. And this brings me to my second topic. The uh, cliffhanger NXT left us on last week. I didn't catch the match. 
But I did catch that Finn Balor, it was in the Fatal 4-Way 60-minute Iron Man match for the NXT Championship, that it was Cole, Balor, Champa, and Gargano. They were all tied 1-1 to at a certain time, but by the end of the match, Balor and Cole were tied up 2-2 two to two, if I'm correct. What a waste of a 60-minute Iron Man match. I, that's my thoughts on it. Why do that? Why claim you're going to crown a new champion when you just, oh, let's leave him on another cliffhanger for the next show. Just to get just to get another rating, which I get. I understand it completely. But it kind of insults the intelligence of your fans when you do that kind of booking where you do, oh, let's do a non-finish here, really, and try to get to the next match next week. That's kind of the infuriating thing sometimes with this. And should be a hell of a match. Cole and Balor, that's going to be money. That's a money match. But we'll see how it all turns out next week. Well, this week, I mean. And hopefully NXT draws a good rating on Tuesday and AEW draws a good rating yet again after All Out, which you can find out my thoughts on that show in my AEW All Out interview, not interview, but All Out review in the archives. Then we had some interesting stuff happen on Monday Night Raw last week, jumping back a little bit. We had the Iconics all of a sudden break up. They had a match with the stipulation last week against the Riot Squad that if, well, whoever lost, they had to disband. And whoever won that match would become number one contenders for the Women's Tag Team Championships. And they decided on Raw last week to split up Billy Kay and Peyton Royce out of nowhere. But I guess that it's meant the reason why they did it, according to uh, SE Scoop's Steve Russell, it's that Billy Kay is in line, not Billy Kay, but Peyton Royce is in line for a big push. The issue that brings up for me is that while it's a good idea to disband them, it's not really right now. Like, it's a good idea later on, but at this point in time, you need more tag teams in your women's tag team division. There is not very many. You have Bailey and Sasha, which not need, actually, Bailey and Sasha doesn't exist anymore after Bailey annihilated Sasha last week on SmackDown, sending Sasha on since sending Sasha out on a stretcher and you have them you have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler as the tag champs and literally you have two tag teams right now that are that come off the top of my head it's that Nia Jax and Shayna and the Riot Squad I have no idea who else is a tag team right now in the uh, WWE women's tag team division if you're counting tag teams, you could say go to NXT where Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro are a tag team, and that's about it. I don't know where you go with the tag team division from here because you really lack tag teams. And also a bit of news, WWE reportedly, well, WWE announced that they had released Acom and Razor last week, which is not great. 
Not great for the tag team division in this aspect, the men's tag team division, especially on Raw. There are no tag teams. We have... Uh, we have the Street Profits and Andrade and Angel Garza, who never win any matches, win any, win any big matches. They continue to feud for some reason. We have the Viking Raiders, who are so far away from title contention that it doesn't even matter at this point because they've made been made to look like jokes. And also, you have Cedric Alexander and Ricochet, who are removed pretty much. Cedric's kind of in supposedly teasing to being in the Hurt Business. He got that roll-up win on MVP last week on Raw, so we'll see how that goes, but they really need tag teams right now. But And this this uh, loss for them is, I think, significant because the tag team division is not there right now, man. It is not there right now. We'll see how it turns out and hope for the best, but the Street Profits... I think they need to lose the titles here soon because they've really done nothing with the titles significant of any significance since they won them a while ago. But I don't think anything tops this topic from last week, and it was Brock Lesnar being a free agent. Brock Lesnar is now a free agent, and that's according to... According to PW Insider, Lesnar's most recent WWE contract had expired, well, has expired. Uh, two sides are both working on a contract uh, at the time of this recording. It was noticed last week that Brock Lesnar's website, not Brock Lesnar's website, but Ro- Brock Lesnar's merchandise had all been pulled had all well all of it had been pulled from wweshop.com and what does this mean everyone's like speculation oh is he going to sign with AEW is he going to come back to UFC here's my take on it he's coming back to WWE it's obvious he's just waiting it out because there's no fans right now and Vince is not going to bring Brock back without fans now until they get fans back, he ain't Brock ain't coming back. Brock is not coming back. And he will probably not come back until the next Saudi Arabia show or WrestleMania next year or Royal Rumble. Who knows which. But the fans have to be back for in order for Brock to be back. And AEW, no way, no way in hell is that happening. Brock is going to stick with WWE because he can get paid a boatload of money to work just a few dates a year. AEW, I don't know how that would work because they couldn't book him the same as he would be in WWE. He does not fit in that locker room at all. He doesn't fit in that locker room at all. Those, the mindset of the Bucks, Omega, Cody, and such are not the same as Brock. And Tony Khan, I don't think, would fork over the money to sign this guy. Even though they do have the money, they are richer than the McMahons or the Cons, but I don't think they're going to throw their money at Brock and completely switch the uh, dynamic there in AEW. 
That's just my take on it. You can have whatever take you want on it. I just think there is no way in absolute holy moly bejesus that Brock is going to go to AEW or anywhere else. He's going to stick with Vince. He's going to make as much money as possible. Period. Point blank. That's it. And another bit of big news that came out of this week. And one other bit of news that got the internet buzzing was this one. It was the ban, Vince McMahon's ban on talent engaging with third parties. So like sponsorships, like Lana's with Bang Energy, the wrestlers using Twitch and Cameo, all that stuff. But it brought up this question. Dave Meltzer discussed this on the Wrestling Observer Radio, and he said this. As far as he knows, nobody seems to know what this means. And the talent thinks it means no cameo. They think it means no switch, Twitch. And he, they know it means bang energy. And this past Friday... Lana took to Twitter to refute the claims that she was the straw that broke the camel's back. And then WWE sent the talent, sent let that letter out to talent this week. And it really just brings up question marks. Meltzer says that nobody exactly knows. The assumptions YouTube's fine. Twitch is not. Nobody can do commercials. And one thing that really made people upset was this. It was them telling people that they own, the WWE owns their real names because everyone knew that WWE owns your stage names, of course. It's given. It's a given thing. But Meltzer says, but the idea that they own your real names, I don't know what that means, and it hasn't been explained, but I know talent has been told that because when Paige switched one of her things to Soraya, it was like that ain't gonna fly because it's still banned, I guess. And this was told by Mark Carano, which I'm pretty sure is the talent relations guy. The company owns the rights to their real name. So this would mean that Paige couldn't use her real name on Twitch. And other wrestlers, AJ Styles, I know he's went to Twitch here a while ago. Other wrestlers, they all use, a lot of wrestlers use Cameo, including Big E. I've seen that. A lot of wrestlers do that. And they can't use that to generate revenue now. Because I guess that's, Vince doesn't like that, and it generates significant revenue if you look at how much some of these wrestlers charge for their Twitch, uh, not Twitch, but their Cameo pages, uh, their Cameo shoutouts or whatever. You can do a birthday, yada, 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 all that kind of stuff. So that brings up a big issue because really WWE wrestlers are independent contractors. This brings up that debate. They are independent contractors. So I don't I don't know what all of that means exactly, but it should not ban them from doing Twitch cameo or whatever 
if they can make money off of it. The, the pandemic has affected these people because they cannot work certain times. They cannot work all the time. They can't do house shows. That's the big thing. They can't do house shows. They don't sell as much merchandise at the show, house shows because they can't have house shows. So what? It's just incredibly confusing for these wrestlers, and it probably pissed some of these guys off, some of these guys and women off. Like, it would make me angry because it was like, okay, we don't have house shows, so how am I supposed to make extra money? A lot of these WWE contracts probably aren't enough money for these wrestlers to live off of. And you know what's funny? AEW is not afraid to take jabs at it. They do it from time... They haven't done it in a while, from what I remember, but they have really hammered it home this uh, last weekend at AEW All Out with Kip Sabian promoting his Twitch channel. And he did that little snap of the finger and said, this message is approved by all elite wrestling. And Brody Lee, he addressed it on the latest episode of Being the Elite. Wrestlers should be able to make money any way they can. If they're independent contractors and not employees, they should be allowed to do that. I'm just saying that. That should be the case, but I guess it's not according to Vince, and if they don't get off of it in 30 days, they're going to be in trouble for it. Find, released, whatever. That is absolutely asinine. It's just WWE wants to keep those guys underneath their thumb, like always, and control every single thing that they do, practically. Well, I hope this doesn't affect Austin Creed or Asuka, who have grown quite big followings on their pages. Asuka, she has her Kana-chan TV YouTube page, which has probably grown a lot, and it's pretty entertaining stuff from what I've seen. I haven't watched a whole lot of it, but it's it's pretty entertaining stuff. She does great things on Twitter. It's Oscar's Twitter is pretty dang funny. And Austin, well, Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed, because he uses, that's what his name is on the Up Up Down Down YouTube page, which I quite enjoy. I like some of their stuff. I really like when they did Battle of the Brands. Hopefully that doesn't affect him. Maybe he's got a little bit of a loophole because that's technically not his real name. It's uh, Austin Watson, that's his real name, so he kind of used a different moniker in there, Austin Creed. But we'll see how this plays out because it's reportedly infuriated a lot of wrestlers and made them mad. I'd imagine. I'd imagine it's kind of irked some people, including Lana and probably Big E and whoever, AJ Styles, who's on Twitch quite a bit. Whatever. We'll see how it plays out. I'm not I don't I'm not in all agreement with this cuz WWE just wants to keep every single person under their thumb and control them. Hopefully we're in for a good week of wrestling starting out with Monday Night Raw here tonight as of this recording and then we got Tuesday, we got Impact Wrestling and NXT. I don't I'm not sure which one I'm going to watch. I think I'm going to watch Impact. I missed last week's Impact. I missed the dang Eric Young title win. Congratulations to Eric Young on winning the Impact Wrestling World Championship from Eddie Edwards. We got Dynamite on Wednesday. We got Friday Night SmackDown on Friday. I'll probably catch Dynamite 
I said Impact, and then also Monday Night Raw here tonight. Hope hope you enjoyed this episode of the Weekend Review. I'm glad to be back doing it again with a different little flavor to it. Look forward to doing more of these episodes here in the very near future. Next one is coming up on Monday. Next Monday, that is. In the meantime, make sure to follow me on Twitter and Facebook at SigDaddyWrestle and on Instagram at SigDaddy.Wrestle. And if you haven't already, make sure to knife edge chop that subscribe button on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Until next time, this is SigDaddy signing off. Thanks for listening and so long, everybody.